Hey guys, this is Night of the Batman. I'm Alex. I'm Amanda. And today we're going to review, finally, the first issue of the New 52 Batman, uh, which starts the Court of Owls, uh, that storyline. There's no weir- real smooth way to say that, but um, it's written by Scott Snyder and drawn by Greg Capolo, and um, it was the first... I kind of have, like certain memories with this because it's when I really started getting into reading uh Batman uh, uh, not not Batman in general but just Batman on like a more weekly basis or month to month basis which before I would just pick up storylines but this was one of the first runs that was like I I didn't finish it but for a while it was one of those runs it was around the I think towards the tail end of high school, beginning of York Tech, I was really into um, the whole, um, this whole run, um, like, by the two of them. It's probably one of my favorite versions of Batman is this particular run. He would, the writer of it would put on Batman the Animated Series in the background whenever he would write these, and you can kind of tell with how the characters' voices are in this. This almost feels like a dark, like, almost like a lost episode of the Batman the Animated Series stuff. A little bit modernized, though. Um, uh, I'll go into the brief description, and then we'll get into what we thought of it. We can go, like, beat by beat if you want to do that as well. But, um, basically, in the story... Um, I'm going to put this right here so I can look up the actual description. You, uh... You talk for a second. Okay, so like... Oh, wait, hold on, I found it. <laughs> Be here for the start, sorry. Be here for the start of A New Era for the Dark Knight from writer Scott Snyder, which I already mentioned, artist Greg Capolo. A series of brutal killings hints at an ancient conspiracy, and Batman learns that Gotham City is deadlier than he knew. Okay, do you think that that was enough of a description? Not really, no. Yeah, no, like... Um, because, as I said earlier, it's not really a description as much as, like, an advert. Like, it's trying to make you want to read it, as opposed to adding plot detail or really describing what happens. So, like, when you open up, uh, Bruce is in Gotham, and he's, not Gotham, Bruce, Bruce is in Arkham, and he's fighting, like, a bunch of the villains, and he's talking about how, um... This Gotham, like, weekly Gotham, call, like, column section from, like, the newspaper of, like, Gotham is blank. And you have to describe it in three words or less. Uh, and so he's going through all these things that people say Gotham is. Um, evil, villainous, Gotham is Two-Face, Gotham is Killer Croc, Gotham is Batman, Gotham is The Bat. Um, and you, you see, like, him fighting all these villains... And then you see the Joker, and you're like, oh, no. And the Joker helps him, and you're like, oh, interesting, weird, but why? Um, And, you know, you want to pick up here? You want me to keep talking? Um, Pick up where? The whole... um, The description. Oh, them fighting. um, Yeah, and then we find out that it's Nightwing in disguise, basically. Yeah, because Gordon was like... It kind of looked like you were fighting with the Joker. Is that... Tell me that'd be ridiculous. And he's like, that'd be ridiculous. Ridic- 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 that would be ridiculous, Jim. And um, 
you go back to the Batcave and Batman's sitting there being all broody and the Joker's like, oh, so you do practice brooding. And Bruce is like, take off the mask. And it's very, like, witty. Like, how it's written is very, like, the jokes are good. Yeah, because it's, it's Dick Grayson. Well, yeah, just in general, though, like, I think, like, Scott Snyder's a very good, like, strong voice for all the characters. Like, he understands all of them. Because sometimes with, like, certain stories, like, you'll read it and you're like, well, I don't know if he'd say that. But it seems like he's got a very distinct voice for each of them and, like, we'll go into it later, too. But, like, each person sounds different. There's... One person that looks, at first I was like, oh, this artist just isn't good at, at drawing different faces. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess I'll lead that into the whole, there's like a scanning thing. I don't know if you said this in this recording, but he ha- Bruce has in his eye that he's trying out. Oh, yeah. That's why he was brooding is because he had on a contact that basically made him like the Batcave. And he can like look at everybody's face and it'll tell him who they are, what their security levels are, like stuff like that. And so when he looks at all the different Robins, because, like, he's opening up to have, like, this big party, you see him looking at Damian Wayne, and it's like... Which is really smart, because it's a way to do exposition without just having, like, the, the you know, the text bubble right there being like, so-and-so, so-and-so. It's like it's taking the place of it, which I thought was kind of clever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we get to see Damian and, T- Damian and Tim, Drake, and, um... My fave, uh, Dick Grayson. I'm, like, a big, like... I'm a Nightwing girly, so I'm gonna be, like, all excited throughout the entirety of this whole run that we read. Um, so anyway, he does his speech. He's trying to get people to look at Gotham's future and to give money and to donate and to pour money into Gotham to make Gotham better. Because, as I have said numerous times, the best thing Batman can do for Gotham is to throw his money at it. And look what he's doing, didn't I tell you? Yeah, he's using it to cover up the fact that he's building little mini bat caves. He's also doing it to protect the city because, like, super crime is a thing there and nobody else has stepped up to try to stop it. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. <laughs> Speaking of Ben, that's always a thing that he hates hearing is people like, why does he use his money to do that? It's like, he does. Anyway, that that's your... Ben, we're gonna, I guess we're gonna, not every episode, but every now and then, like, if I think of something that, like, gets under your skin, like, I will bring it up, be like, yeah, this is something, you know, but yeah, it, yeah. it won't be a main focus, I'm not gonna do another, another compilation, as fun as it was the first time to do it, that took so long, guys, editing is hard, but anyway. Um, anyway, yeah, 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 so, um, so, like, uh, he's talking, and this reporter lady, who, Vicky I can I can't be bothered to remember her name. Introduces him. Does she matter? Yeah. Is she a key player in this series? I don't remember. It's been a while since I've read it. Anyway, a lady whose name I can't be bothered to remember. Just told you it. (laughs) Vicky Vale. (laughs) Can I finish my spiel? Yeah, go ahead. You keep taking these pauses. Go ahead. Yeah, a lady whose name I can't be bothered to remember introduces... (laughs) Just go. Go. Just keep going. Just keep going. Introduces uh, Bruce to a man to a mayoral candidate named Lincoln March. Dun dun dun. And this is what this was talking about earlier. Like I was like, oh, that's like first time reading it. Obviously, from way back, I was like, does he is he just bad at drawing other people's faces or something? 
It's like one of those things, like, I thought it was a shortcoming of the artist, and, like, we'll get into this later, obviously, but, like, there's a reason he looks kind of like Bruce. Yeah, he looks like a less attractive version of Bruce. Like, if you took Bruce and made him a dork, like, I just... He, he looks like he's built like a linebacker, though. Like, I think he, like, doesn't he dwarf Bruce a little bit in terms of, like, height? Yeah, he's taller and broader, but, like, he looks so dumb. Like, I feel like... I and, really like, like, I know I either. couldn't, but, like, I look at his face and I'm like, that is a punchable face. Anyway. Um. Anyway, so, like, yeah. Um, Bruce, like, you know, talks to him. He does... He uses his cool contact to do lip reading on, like, a phone call that Jim Gordon gets, and, oh my goodness, there were stab wounds, and how many stab wounds? So he leaves as Batman and goes to the crime scene after getting Lincoln marked to agree to give money to, like, this project that he's doing. Yeah. Um, Set up a lunch or, or whatever. Yeah. I remember them saying, like, a little brief, like, they kind of trailed off. Like, it's something cool with, like, the... The, like, everything, the art, to the art, to the writing, and just certain little choices they make, like, the, like, the lettering, like, got smaller whenever, like, they kind of either trailed off or it got kind of quieter, which I thought was, like, a, a neat kind of way of showing that. Like, this is, like, definitely, I get why this was such, this was critically acclaimed when it came out, and I understand why. Yeah. Anyway, keep going, though. So, um, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I appreciated that, and it was really cool. Also, my favorite part happened at that point because we get introduced to Alfred, and when you're looking at Alfred, it has, like, clearance, and it says highest, and that made me giggle because I love Alfred. Of course. Um, that's not my favorite. His favorite part, though, that happens on, like, the very last panel. Um, really? Yeah. Um, because I know things. Um, yeah, because so... you read ahead, and I told you not no, to. No, I know things, because you tell me things. I'm surprised you remember that stuff. I, I was just going to go in one ear and out the other kind of it thing. It was about to grace. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so they find this guy who is found by his landlord, and he's just been, like, a bunch of little tiny, like, throwing, like, antique throwing knives with owls on the handles. Seem familiar? Yeah. And, um, but he, yeah, he was just kind of left there to die and bleed to death. Uh, his landlord found him. There was uh, DNA under his fingernails, and then they go, and they um, look, and Batman's like, Gordon, by the way, is talking so much trash about Bruce Wayne. I love it. Um, so Batman's... You mean, you mean Bullock? Huh? That was Bullock? Yeah, Bullock, the guy that was, that met him at the crime scene. Okay, yes, him. Yeah, yeah, Bullock, yeah. Okay, I didn't know who that was. Yeah, and that's cool. Like, they do stuff like that. Like, they did something like that in the Batman where... Um, that one cop that was like, whoa, whoa, whenever Batman came in, was one way towards him, but went later on with Bruce, like, hey, you're Bruce Wayne, kind of thing, and he was all nice to him, and everything, it's cool seeing how people, like, it's like one of those things, too, like, some people do this, sometimes I've heard stories where people see how they would, like, a CEO or something, would walk up to somebody and not introduce themselves or say who they are, just to see how they are to, like, most people that aren't like them. Mm-hmm. kind of thing and it's interesting to see how people treat you when they don't know who you are yeah versus like if if it was like oh a local celebrity or like basically like renowned billionaire um bruce, bruce wayne, wayne like as yeah. opposed to like batman it's interesting whenever they do stuff like that and they carried over the thing from the 
I don't know if it was like a. I know in the past run, like um, before this, the Morrison run, um, Bruce Wayne and Batman were friends, and yeah. he like publicly said that, and he helped um, Bruce Wayne helps Batman's like fund his like crusade against crime, and it's like this thing that people don't like. Aren't really like people are like, well, this doesn't make any sense, but like by putting it out there like that and hanging like a lantern on it, like people are kind of thrown off by it, by him being yeah. like so obvious with it, which I'm, I guess that works, but I'm like, you're you're <laughs> you're risking a lot here, Bruce, for like just something that that's funny to him. Bruce is friends with Batman when like fr- never mind. Yeah, um, but anyway, um, no, like connotations of friends with Bruce huh. Wayne's gay. Anyway. Anyway, um, that's not, in this, I mean, like, I'm not saying it couldn't be something, but that yeah. was random. Sorry, but, like, friends with, okay. Um. I don't get it. What are you I, referencing? I like the connotation. I, I, I may be conflating a historical thing, though, so I want to double check before I. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about. You're confusing um, me. Anyway. Okay. I, um, <laughs> Next episode, we'll go over whatever it is you're talking about. Um, what what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a guy with the throwing knife. So, Bruce keeps one of the little throwing knives to, like, look at. And Bullock makes a joke about the Court of Owls. And Bruce is like, shh. Not like shh, but, like, he's obviously a little he's like, I don't. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, even then. No, like, he's like, I know what you're talking about. Well, he, I think at one point he, he says, like... He says, I know what you're talking about. Like, when he makes a joke about owls. Yeah. Yeah, he says, I know what you're talking about. And um, then they, he smells uh, this uh, fluid kind of stuff, like a uh, paint thinner. And so he goes to look for it, and then he takes Bullock's uh, cigar and, like, lights it. And it says, Bruce Wayne will die tomorrow. And they talk about whether or not it was written days ago, because the guy's been dead for, like, a few days... Or if it was um, written preemptively as, like, a warning because he knew he was going to die and he would be be found that day. Yeah, and they have, like, different theories on it, but, yeah. Yep. Anyway, and then Bruce gets a call from Alfred about the DNA. And you know whose DNA it was? Dick you know Grayson. who they matched? Dick Grayson, which I love. I, like, I, I love. I, I love this little, like... Hmm, Dick Grayson, but he's not a bad guy, like, interesting. Well, I remember reading it at the time before I think it might have been collected and just being like, what? Like, obviously, I didn't think it was, like, one of these things. I, I think that's a nice drawback, though. And, like, a well, it's misleading. a good cliffhanger. Well, but, yeah, but I also think, like, they did a really good job because at the beginning, whenever Dick, like, takes the thing off, he asks Bruce if he was convincing, and Bruce is like... As an insane murderer, um, he's like, yeah, actually, a little bit. Or psychopathic, sociopathic, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, anyway, yeah, the, yeah. the point still stands, I get what you mean. Yeah, and I think that's really interesting, and then, like, the DNA showing up, like, oh. Yeah. Are they trying to set Dick Grayson up to be, like, not a good guy? Which they would never and then again, it like also plays on this is a new run. You don't know what they're gonna do, kind of thing. It's a new universe, so like anything's on the table almost, which is kind of nice. Do you ever think wonder if like Dick Grayson is kind of who Batman wishes he could have been? We've been over this before, and yes, 
Yes. Yeah, I'll go. This will be a whole nother thing if we do this, but like we'll definitely go into this in a future thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I. We'll talk off mic. Listen, you don't understand. Do they understand my love of Dick Grayson? You've talked about it a few times. Okay. I don't. I don't know if y'all know, but he's my favorite DC character. Yeah, we've been over this, I think. But you can go ahead and go into it if you want. No, I don't need to go into spiel about him. Because we're basically at the end of the, other than just talking about, like, like what we liked and just in general. Um, like, it, I will say this, um, as we're getting into this, it is, um, they did take a lot um, in Gotham Knights from these books. But also at the same time, like, you're going to definitely see similarities, but it, some of it is, is very different. Yeah. In some ways. Like, not not dramatically different, but, like... Different enough. Yeah. And, like, for me, it's been a long time since I've actually read through this arc, so it's going to be fun for me to go back and read this, and especially if we end up really liking this, um, then, like, we can keep going, maybe, with other stuff in it, too. But I thought that this would be fun to do an issue-by-issue, um, like, review yes. of it. Yes. And uh, what did you think? I think we should do an issue-by-issue review and talk about it. And, yeah, I'm excited. I think that it's, like, I appreciate it. It's good writing. It's entertaining. Um, I do not think I'm going to enjoy going issue-by-issue because I don't enjoy consuming media like that. Um, But I think it's going to be a fun ride either way. Yeah, and um, this, I think because... Other than this, you haven't really read any, like, other than the case of the Chemical Syndicate. That's the only other Batman thing you've read, right? Isn't it? I've read some Nightwing stuff. I'm talking about just strictly Batman. Have you made me read anything else Batman? I don't make you read anything. I don't don't know if I've ever gone out of my way to read. I've bought a lot of Batman things. I'm just saying it would be funny if the only thing you've read other than than, um, this is that first issue of Batman ever that we covered in the first episode. Well, when we started dating, it was when I was reading the most comics. And at that point in time, the only comics I really cared about reading were Spider-Man or Spider-Gwen, which is now named... Ghost Spider. Which that's the original, but the original or Spider Woman. No, Spider Woman's like a different. No, no, but I'm saying in the comics she calls herself Spider Woman. Yeah. Because she wouldn't call herself Spider Gwen, that would reveal her identity. Yeah, but um, the uh, but yeah, because and I'm sorry, this is very off topic, but that's okay. We're at the end of the thing, but oh, let me get my thing out and then we can go further into this conversation we're having, but um. I obviously enjoyed it. You guys heard me gushing over it. I'm definitely looking forward to getting more into it. Um, we don't really do ratings here, but I would recommend it, I guess is what I would say. And you said you would too. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, on an offhand thing, um, after watching Across the Spider-Verse, I've been getting back into Ultimate Spider-Man, which I know this is a Batman podcast, but like I've really been enjoying it. And um, it's just really good. Probably the best Spider-Man run ever i think i don't know like any huge spider-man people out there like you haven't read it okay so don't even be making that face right now you haven't read nothing gets better than the like spider-verse run from the amazing spider-man i'm sorry i said what i said 
Well, I haven't read that, so I really wouldn't have an opinion on it. But I have um, it in our in the bedroom. I'm trying to finish the <laughs> Ultimate Spider-Man thing. We just went over this, but anyway. Um, I, I'm a Spider-Man girly, so when we started dating, he that's probably became, why you like Nightwing so much. Yeah, because it's like he's like Spider-Man light-ish. Yeah, because yeah, he's like witty and like hopeful and like acrobatic. You just like him because of his butt. And pretty. You just also, like him because also of his butt. Also, the costume looks so good. Like the 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 not the not the original one, not like the one from the eighties. You don't like Disco Nightwing? No, <laughs> it's god awful. Why not? He's got like the little it looks like feathers on it and stuff like no, that. No, let's just no. The tassels? Is it tassels? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, I um I like. Slip That's Nightwing. the one I'm cosplaying as. If I ever have to do Nightwing, I'm cosplaying as Disco Nightwing, just because I know that's your favorite. She's looking at me right now like, like, get out. Watch yourself while you sleep. Oh, speaking of, did you want to tell them our recent announcement? Oh! We bought a house. That's why we didn't have an episode up last week. Yeah, and also I was tired. But we are, um, we are homeowners now, so like, yeah. Like, that's cool. And so we're not, don't worry, we're like, we're staying in the same place, we're not moving. So like, you'll still, in flashbacks, you'll still see the familiar background of it and everything so like nothing's really changing other than we own a house so yeah just exciting stuff uh expensive mortgage anyway i guess i'm the optimist repairs and this relationship i get to paint the kitchen i get to paint everything i am so excited she's been talking about it nonstop. anyway um so unless you okay i forgot i I forgot where i was at with my spider-man spiel oh well uh, anyway, I love Spider-Man. He's a Batman boy. Um, I like... And, I, I'm not just partial to one thing. I, I can like other things. Although, he says Batman's his favorite, but he has two Flash tattoos and zero Batman tattoos. I mean, I do have a Flash so, podcast, so... So, like, do with that what you so, will. His, it's so... His ge- phone is red. His wallet is a Flash it's wallet. So, it's so generic to have, like, a Batman tattoo. I feel like everyone has... Not everyone, but a lot of nerds would have one, so I'm just like... It's not unique. I have a Pokemon tattoo. Okay. I feel like a lot of nerds have Pokemon tattoos. I went now. Anyway, um, so unless you had anything else, uh, I was going to go ahead and wrap it up. All right. Well, this is Alex. I'm Amanda. I, and I say my listening. name. I say my This is Alex. <laughs> I am Amanda. And thank you for listening to Night of the Batman. We will come up with an outro eventually.